Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of the Mediumship Diaries. My name is Sarah Lee and I'm also known as the Alternative Medium and my spirit guides did help me with this name um, because it's associated with the types of mediumship that I undertake that many will show away from and as the podcast goes forward in episode you will certainly see why. Now this episode is a very special story to me, okay. The episode is called Michael and it's about a young Victorian boy who one day wandered into my practice space. I will explain how Michael found me and the experiences that filtered into my home and how I was able to support Michael and how this was led to me working with many Victorian children and children in general. I will really try and give the best explanation of why so many Victorian children may be seeking the light. So next, please let me introduce you to Michael. Allow me now to introduce you to Michael. So I'll never forget the first time I met Michael. I was working in my outside space. Um, it's, it's a different one to what I'm in now, but still has um, still had all the lovely things in, um, such as crystals, um, even things like uh, things from my childhood, like soft toys, things that are important to me. There's a, a nice variety of color. I just work in a very inviting space for children all around, whether those children are, are still physically here in this life or they are children um, from the spirit world that visit. And that can be if they're visiting me from the light to give a message or whether they are lost souls, such as Michael, who wandered into my space. Now, when I first met Michael, I was just finishing some other rescue mediumship work and a, and a bit of the other type of work I do with um, negative entities. And I was beginning to sort of close myself down from that session when in my mind's eye, I could see Michael very gently come, come towards me from the left-hand side of the room. Such a sweet, caring shy boy bless him he was definitely under 10 he was he was very young bless him he had uh, beautiful blonde hair incredibly nervous had his his hands together in front of him taking very small steps forward to me and I very much feel from what I could see him looking at in my room that the space I had created was very welcoming for him and of course because I was doing mediumship in the room there would have been all kinds of energetic signals that spirits nearby would have been able to see okay that wouldn't necessarily be seen to the naked eye of, of someone living here in, in on the 3d earth yeah so he was very much attracted to that as well. So we've seen that something's going on, that um, there's some re releasing of spirits back to the spirit world and a great curiosity entered into my space. Could see it was a lovely warm and, and um, you know, almost like cozy space really for a, a nervous young lad. And such a, a sweet boy to be working with I can't tell you what a pleasure it was and in no way did I have any fear of Michael whatsoever 
Um, one of the things I do teach on um, my platform, which is now on Patreon, is is how demonic entities um, are often portrayed as coming forward as child spirits. Now, I'm not saying that that could never happen, okay? I never say never to anything. I have a completely open mind with this type of work, okay? But negative entities like demonic entities could take on the form of anything they wanted to to confuse and get close to somebody if that's what they wanted to it shouldn't if you put practice into your development okay put you off helping child spirits okay um it's it's not so easy to explain how to do that in in one podcast but i'm just putting it out there okay you would it you have other gifts as you develop in mediumships, not just what's going on in your third eye, okay? It's it's what you feel, it's, it's what you hear, it's, it's lots of things, okay? So I had no fear whatsoever about Michael being anybody else rather than, than himself, okay? And Michael was not ready to cross to the light. He wasn't ready to take that step. He was incredibly nervous. He'd been in the kind of limbo he was for some time, but he wasn't the only Victorian child that was wandering around um, these parts where I live. He was a part of a a group that maybe would, would go around quite regularly around the area that were that were earthbound spirits yeah but Michael sometimes would would go off on his own because he was full of confusion and sadness and very much missing his parents now Michael would come to see me fairly regularly and each time that I worked with Michael maybe I would find out a little bit more about him um desperately missed his parents couldn't find his parents when he passed over of course he couldn't because he was um in a trap space he i i feel there might have been more than one reason that contributed to to his passing um but he was at points quite vague with with how that was coming across and therefore in my mind I think he didn't really want to go into too much detail though I will say that a lot of children that I helped from the Victorian um, era there was there is a lot of um, disease that we don't have now and wasn't the level of protection for children that we have now okay and not all spirits like Michael who come forward um you know, bearing in mind the age that he physically died, wants to talk about such such sad things, okay? Actually coming forward and, and looking for comfort. Now, Michael, at points, did get very, very confident, okay? So I um, have a family inside and not everyone in that family because of their ages know know what I do. I don't feel that it's appropriate, okay? So what I do is kept quite separate out here from my family life and that's how, how I like it, okay? And not until um, people have really grown up um, to, to the age where I feel that they could understand um, what I do, will that be shared, okay? 
But inside my house, there's a lot of toys in certain bedrooms and a lot of things that are quite enticing um, to a young lad, especially one from a different era who's looking at all these cool things like like Batman and, you know, all these different toys and, and, you know, Lego and all kinds of things. And I, I noticed in one of the rooms of the house that had the majority of these toys that at night at a regular kind of time toys started to be knocked off things and it would begin to to wake people up okay and then I would have comments coming up to me saying I know somebody's in my room um doing this can can you stop ask them to stop because it's scaring me and um so you know I think maybe there's an inkling in my house of slight bits I do but not to the extremes that I do them um because again like I say I I try and keep that separated and I did need to have a chat with Michael and kind of say you know Michael I know you're attracted to these things in my house because you're a child and you're attracted to other child energy I said but really you're I know you don't mean to but you're you're causing fear so please could you not I don't mind you looking around where I live I don't mind you revealing to me and if anyone else in the house asks to communicate with you that's that's fine I said but now I would really just like it if you kept the communication with me and the activity mainly in the space that we work with and 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 he stopped straight away and incredibly respectful because he didn't want to cause any fear he wasn't coming into my home with the intention of causing any fear okay he would he just wanted to be very much a part of things but again as a medium it's about finding that line of um yes I really feel for you and I'm here for you but you're you're in my kind of world where I'm helping you um if others are ready then then they will let you know so he was very respectful of that and he started to communicate more with me in my space again but I do remember once I was um in bed and I remember sort of looking out into my hallway um, which is you know directly in front of my bedroom door and I did actually see Michael um, physically manifest and I didn't see all of his his features but I saw a beautiful white light of a small boy um, looking at me and he was it was incredibly beautiful and there was also bits of golden just just sort of glistening around him and again you know another sign to me that this this young lad is just a, a pure beautiful soul and I knew that the fact that he had manifested in front of me was letting me know that actually he did he was starting to feel very comfortable with me and he was kind of sussing me out as a medium okay he was am I genuine am I kind can I really help and over the time that he was visiting me um, in my space we were communicating he would witness me doing more rescue work and more different types of mediumship and so in his mind it was becoming really cemented that I was somebody that could really help him and then I remember the time that he did come into my space okay and I was be able to was able to communicate with him and open up that doorway with my guys and and help him gently transition and I do remember that there were 
definitely family members that were coming down to greet him and it was incredibly beautiful and Michael did play uh, did come and visit me a couple of times after um, he transitioned just to say thank you and just to you know let me know he's okay which of course I know and um, even as I'm doing this this podcast now I can sense um, his energy coming just to the right hand side of me and and the more I'm talking the more he's gently impressing and it's just feelings of complete happiness and thanks and he's just absolutely overjoyed and he's he's thinking actually what I'm doing now is incredibly interesting so I wonder when you're listening to this podcast if you can sense the energy of this beautiful um, boy Michael and over on YouTube um, you can find Sarah Lee Alternative Medium on there I wouldn't say I'm the best at making YouTube videos, but there is a playlist with two videos um, about Michael, the Victorian spirit. And if you put some headphones in and, and have a listen, you should be able to hear his beautiful voice um, communicating with me through a spirit box. So it, just incredibly beautiful. And what I want to go on to next is talking about how children in general seem to be seeking me out why they're seeking me out and and how Michael was kind of a key process in in me helping so many child spirits moving on to that section next how do child spirits seek me out and why So my first explanation for this is for as long as I can remember, I've always had a very kind and empathic nature. I've taken care of my loved ones when they have been terminally unwell. I've had various care and support jobs ranging from end of life care, helping support those living with disabilities and various other jobs. where I've offered support, including places such as hostels, which you have found out on the um, Haunted Hostels podcast. So for me, first of all, I feel that I attract spirits in general because of the energy that I um, radiate. Because I'm kind and empathic in this world, it naturally shows in my aura, so the energy that surround me, the frequency that I give off, that I am approachable, that I am somebody that cares, that I am somebody that is prepared to listen and support. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, please don't be worried if you're a, a carer or in a support role thinking, my goodness, because I'm really great at my job, spirits are going to automatically uh, visit me left, right and centre. I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is if you do have this kind and empathic nature around you, if people in this life naturally radiate towards you um, for support, you know, then it's highly likely that if you decide to develop mediumship gifts that I believe every single one of us has the ability to do, because we all originally come from the spirit world, then it will be more of a natural process for you okay now another reason that i feel that child spirits seek me out is because of the environment i'm in 
because I'm a parent, because I can be observed with the, the kindness and compassion I show my own family. And I think, again, this is this is a big reason of why uh, ch- uh, child spirits feel that they can come in and speak to me and confide in me and know that I'm caring and supportive. Now, when we look at Michael, we know that when he came into my space, he was very, very... Um, intrigued and felt very comforted by the colours in here, the the sort of soft toys that I have in here, the energy in here that I created. And I think once I've helped um, a child this way in spirit, and he isn't the first child that I've connected to in spirit, okay, I've connected to many other children who have come from the light and, and given me messages to pass to loved ones. But since helping Michael, I've, I've really had quite a lot of encounters with um, Victorian children who didn't cross to the light. And obviously in those days, as we've discussed, the world was an even harsher place for children with very little safeguarding or protection. They, they weren't prioritised in, in any way, um, in the way that, that we um, hopefully put children um, first in this world, okay, or we certainly should be. Okay, so I think the spirit world, they communicate with each other. Okay, so when I help Michael to the light, the same way as Michael saw me helping others to the light, and Michael felt that um, he could trust me over a period of time, others around me and around Michael would have seen me doing that work from the amazing light show that would have been going on. Okay and they would have started coming closer to me okay and seeing what I do and then when I'm practicing in my space just just wandering in for a chat and wandering out for you know wandering out and telling others okay and you know when a spirit does cross to the light they're obviously discussing the experiences they had in the processes of of crossing over and I do believe that once you take on this path of um mediumship or rescue mediumship helping helping child spirits whichever whichever area you're really focused in um your spirit guides will naturally be helping more children um, towards you to support okay so there's there's many reasons why it, why it could happen okay i mean a typical example of um when i was noticing another example when i was noticing childlike activity in my home is when um, our very first child was born and you know musical toys would just be going off on their own and um bottles would you know fall off the um fall off the sort of staircase where they you know were stacked up ready to come down and there was one time as well i'm sure it's on my facebook account somewhere where i was taking a picture of um me and and my son and there's a glass cabinet at the side and you can clearly see that there is a, a, a face of a, a very sweet spirit child actually I would say no more than no more than six months old so I think initially just just having child energy physically in my home was was a natural kind of um you know just a natural nurturing energy that was being admitted you know so again I don't want you to be to be frightened if you think oh I've got children and activities going to happen and 
you know what I'm saying is you don't automatically have to be really scared if you have had um, some experiences around the time that you've had children in most cases and a high majority of cases it's just a, a, a child spirit that's wandered in maybe they're lost or or maybe it's um, a spirit that's gone to the light who's, who's just doing some rounds of where they used to live or, or something like that if behavior is ever sinister you would know about it okay you would really really know about it it wouldn't be little things like a light turning on and off or something gently moving or you know a, a gentle soft feeling at the side of your your face a, a cool breeze or you know anything like that it is that's not sinister that's just forms of communication okay if you've got something really um horrible happening um you would know about it you know really awful dreams um you know feeling like those are really really dark energy um lots of things sometimes you could feel like you're even coming down with the flu or something you know because you feel really energetically drained lots of neck pain lower back pain um as i've discussed on on the uh, first podcast i've done the introduction um some negative entities out there have been responsible for dreams involving sexual assaults so i just want to reassure you that um most of the time that you will experience this activity it will be very harmless okay and actually in if you even look at the example that I gave with Michael when he was knocking things off in my house and that was causing some fear me just saying to Michael you know look please can you stop because it's it's causing some fear you know you're, you're more than welcome to do that in in the space that that we're working in okay but but not not there and it very very respectful um, so, yeah, the, these are just key points to sort of look out for, okay, and, and just be mindful of. And, of course, every time your child says, you know, I'm it, I'm, I've got an imaginary friend, uh, in most cases that is, you know, completely um, the case that's going on, you would know quite clearly yourself, I think, if... You know, you were walking into the room and you saw some really kind of convincing interactions or you felt an energy change or you walked into the room and in front of your child, you suddenly saw um, some energy suddenly move out of the way. Think Things like that. I mean, I can discuss things like that in more detail on, on other podcasts. But once you um, open your door to mediumship, don't get me wrong, you can you know you can calm the activity down okay but what you center your energy on so if you start helping um you know children um and where your where you you know where your thoughts go your energy goes and children know they can come to you 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 will get a a a flow of children like like i do and and just bear in mind that this is one of the most delicate forms of rescue mediumship to be working with children okay um they're they're very you know they can be very traumatized very frightened they can be missing people you know so it must be approached with a high amount of compassion which of course i know you would have if you're going into this type of work because this is why children have come to you 
okay so i hope this has answered some questions you might be having but of course if it doesn't um there is a option to ask some questions below this podcast okay so thank you very much for listening once again i hope you've learned you've enjoyed listening about michael and in general why i feel um child spirits um do do visit me in 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 quite a large amount and if you feel i have missed anything do let me know i am new to the podcasting experience i am really really enjoying it okay but your feedback is is really really important to me i would like to take this opportunity now to say thank you to my patreons my patreons are those who I support with my work and they support me to be able to be able to support them Um, so I'm incredibly grateful to my Patreons and the Patreons I'd like to say thank you to today are Jane and Christian please know that if you are a Patreon of mine you will be receiving a high level of support and content and believe me it is my goal to support as many of you as possible um, with your mediumship journey and also um, just to put some real kind of factual information out there so thank you once again to my Patreons. That does bring me now to the end of episode three of the Mediumship Diaries. I do hope you really have enjoyed um, finding out about Michael and my work with Child Spirits. And I am looking forward to seeing you next week for episode four of the Mediumship Diaries that will be coming out on Monday. Much love to you all.